going to ask you to keep a prayer in your heart that we might have the words of God today. If that's our desire, is to be blessed with a message from above. Our brother uh, sang a song to us, the title, Ven on Loose, it means come to the light. And uh, I hope that's why we all came here today, to receive and be part of the light of the Lord who's, who's uh, blessed us and who is blessing us. I've got um, a scripture and uh, some some thoughts elaborating on it today, and I, I'd like to uh, turn in the uh, Book of Mormon, in the Book of Moroni, to chapter 6. And it's about um, just some of the basics of us, each and every one of us, in our, in our service to God, in our calling to the Lord, and in His will for our lives, and, ha- and how we operate um, as a church and as individuals as members of, not just members of the church, but really as the sons and daughters of God, because that's really the key to who we are and what we are. And uh, I mentioned this before a few years ago. We were, um, I think it was the Sunday that Sister Olivia was baptized. We were um, talking about the instruction that we have in the Book of Mormon about the mode of baptism, the laying out of hands for the reception of the Holy Ghost. It's, it's very clear clearly written out here in Moroni. In these first chapters, if you open, if you open our, our church edition of the Book of Mormon, these chapters are um, all over the page. Chapter 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6. They're all on one spread of the page here because they're very short. They're little, um, little lessons in the methodology of how we bring people into the church, how we are baptized, how we bestow the Holy Ghost, how we... Uh, sanctify the bread and the wine for communion and how we serve it. It's all right here on one page and it's beautiful to read. But the sixth chapter goes a little bit more into not the mechanics or the, the um, I guess I don't want to say rituals, but not the, the just the practices, the physical, but it comes more into what's in our hearts and what's in our minds and what's really happening. What, what these things, they're all symbols, they're all types and shadows, but what they really represent is kind of uh, boiled down in the sixth chapter, and that's um, where I'm going to start today. And it talks about baptism, and to get us, I guess, to get our minds focused in the right place, I would like for those of us who are baptized to think back on that day that you went to the water's edge. And it was, um, I, I hope and pray that by thinking upon it and focusing upon it, I hope it could bring back to you a little shadow of what you were feeling and what you were experiencing on that day. What brought you to the water's edge and how you felt that day. Because that's really, if, if it, in a perfect world, I mean, if, if it's, it's God's will, I think that if we could be in that same frame of mind and spirit that we were when we declared ourselves um, and committed ourselves to the Lord, that's, that's where he wants us to be. It says here... Um, I'm going to just stop, start in the, in the second verse, actually, in Moroni 6. It says, Neither did they receive any unto baptism, save they, save they came forth with a broken heart and a contrite spirit and witnessed unto the church that they truly repented of all their sins. And it says here, this is, this is the key to it all in the third verse, And none were received unto baptism, save they took upon them the name of Christ, having a determination to serve him to the end. So when we went to the water's edge, we kind of had this little, um, I don't want to say it was an interview, but we had a couple of questions asked. 
and they were very short questions. They were yes and no questions, really easy answer, but, they, but by answering yes to those questions, do you repent of your sins? Do you promise today to serve the Lord to the best of your ability all the remaining days of your lives? By answering those questions, yes, um, you know, it's a covenant, it's a marriage as it were, symbolically speaking, it's a, it's a joining, um, it's a declaration, and it's, it has a lot of meaning when we do that publicly as we do. Um, we're declaring our desire. And he says here, having a determination to serve him to the end. It's a, it's a um, you know, you're signing up. And you're signing up for whatever life brings you. And that's, I'm going to say, that's, you know, you don't know what that is when you sign up for it. Um, you might be tempted. There might be days in your life where you want to say, I didn't sign up for this. And I, I don't know if you've ever been there. I could say that I have. Um, but the Lord's, the Lord's promise is, I'll be with you. I, you know, I have overcome the world, and, and you will too. Just stay faithful. So that's, that's the determination we have to have. It's not like we're going to, by, by sheer grit and courage, we're going to endure to the end. But because we have the Lord on our side, we're guaranteed to succeed. But we just have to stay again in that frame of mind that we have to have this broken heart and contrite spirit and repent of our sins and have this determination. Those are the conditions on which we went down to the water, and those are the conditions that will keep us in the right frame of mind to continue through the end. And again, determination. And it says here also, having received now, it says they were wrought upon and cleansed by the power of the Holy Ghost. And they were numbered among the people of the church and their names were taken. Okay, so cleansed by the power of the Holy Ghost. Another key, key factor in how we became the sons and daughters of God. It's not because of anything that we are or we represent ourselves to be. We don't claim to be any better than any other human being walk on the, uh, walking on the face of the earth. But we, by coming, in, coming to the Lord and having his spirit bestowed upon us, we're cleansed by the power of the Holy Ghost. And that again, brothers and sisters and friends, that has a huge effect on who we are and what we are and the lives that we lead. As we, stay, as we stay once again focused on that, and as, and as I asked you earlier to think about the day of your baptism, just think and remember and realize that you were cleansed by the power of the Holy Ghost. And then it says, their names were taken, it says that they might be remembered and nourished by the good word of God to keep them in the right way. And again, I'll, I'll stop there before I go through the, through the next uh, remainder of that verse. But even the, even the idea that you'd be nourished by the good word of God. Um, and we talked a little bit about that this morning as Brother uh, Jared was leading our Sunday school and he took us to uh, 3 Nephi, the 12th chapter, I believe it was, where we find, where we find the Beatitudes um, spoken by Christ in, in, the, in this land when he was among these people here in this land. And we... Um, got to a point in there about blessed are they who hunger and thirst after righteousness. And in the Book of Mormon says, for they shall be filled with the Holy Ghost. So we're cleansed by the power of the Holy Ghost 
And then the hungering and thirsting, um, again, I, I hope that it gives us not just an appetite for the things of God, but a hungering for the things of God. And I hope, maybe you don't all necessarily know what the difference of that is. I hope that you might not ever know what true hunger is in the natural sense, but I hope you do know what true hunger is in the spiritual sense, that you yearn and you long for the word of God and the truth that God has for us in our lives. He says, and they shall be filled with the Holy Ghost, it says in, in 3 Nephi. So nourished by the word of God, strengthened and, and sustained, and that's what nourishment does for us, naturally speaking, but it also is very much part of our spiritual lives, to be, to be nourished. It says to keep them continually watchful unto prayer. And again, this, is, this isn't something that when we take upon ourselves when we're baptized, when we join ourselves to the Lord, but watchful unto prayer, knowing that it's only by his merits. It says relying alone upon the merits of Christ, who was the author and the finisher of their faith. That's who strengthens us. That's, that's who gets us through this. That's who um, sustains us when we're going through things in life where we do sometimes feel like saying, I didn't sign up for this. Um, the Lord is there, and the Lord is the one who sustains us, and even in keeping us close to him, relying alone upon the merits of Christ, who is the author and the finisher of our faith. It's a dependence on him. Um, it's a realization that it's him and it's not us who are able to do what we've committed to do. And I, I'm not going to go too much more into this entire chapter, but um, some important things that he continues. And the church did meet together oft to fast and to pray and to speak one with another concerning the, the welfare of their souls. And uh, we do gather together and we encourage everyone to participate and to gather as much as you can. Um, that you would look, at, look to this place, look to this congregation and this church as a source of strength and health and um, vitality and, and sustenance in your life because we're looking to the word of God. We're um, looking to encourage and uplift and strengthen one another. Um, so Sometimes we hear sister, our sister Betty say that this is her support group. and Again, very much so. Um, our prayers for each other. This morning, uh, Sister Julia thanked us for our prayers for her son, Brother Sammy, who's um, has, has had serious health issues, and by the grace of God and by His power, God has really helped him in that. And so many, I can go, I can look from the left to the right here this morning. So many testimonies of God's goodness and provision and strength and miraculous power, and that's what we that's what we have here in this church that we're able to support one another and strengthen one another. And it says here also in the sixth verse, and they did meet together oft to partake of bread and wine in remembrance of the Lord Jesus. As you know, we look to that as being basically the, the, high, the high point and the most important part of our gathering here when we have this communion and we share in it. And again, it's, it's part of that spiritual sustenance and strength. It's not just we ourselves individually going through life alone uh, trying to fight the battles and trying to be victorious. It's Jesus' victory that he won on the cross of Calvary today that gives us the grace and the strength that we need to even go through life. And I'm going to just go partway into this next verse because um, 
again, it's not like I have anything against it, but I, I don't really need to go into, I mean, there's a, probably a sermon in every single one of these verses. But the part I really want to stress here in, in this um, seventh verse is right up until the, the semicolon. It says, and they were strict to observe that there should be no iniquity among them. And I'm going to stop there because it talks about discipline. It talks about leadership intervening. It talks about um, there's a, a degree of strictness there, a degree of, of limits and boundaries of how much we're able to, um, I suppose you could say, transgress without having to, needing us to distinguish between are you walking in the right way? Are you a member of the church? Or is your desire elsewhere? But the, the key here says they were strict to observe that there should be no iniquity among them. I want you to think about who's, who's the one who's being strict? Who's the one who needs to be strict in your life? I mean, God forbid, if you think that we've been called as, as a ministry to be strict in your life, that's, that's not what we're supposed to be. We're supposed to be shepherds and, and leaders. We're supposed to lead by example. We're supposed to be loving. Um, we're supposed to be showing the grace of God. Um, we're supposed to be exhibiting the spirit of God so that you can understand, I guess all of us can understand collectively how to live by the spirit, how to walk in the spirit, how to follow the spirit's guidance and direction in our lives. So when it talks about being strict to, to see that there should, to observe there should be no iniquity among us, I want you to think about it in, in the terms of your own life and in terms of your own individual choice. There's a lot of um, places in the, in the Book of Mormon especially, um, and I, I always go back to 2 Nephi, the second chapter, but there's other places too. It says, being free to act for themselves and not to be acted upon. In other words, the Lord created us with a free will to choose him or to choose something else, to choose good, to choose evil. God created us with that, to, to act free, to act for ourselves, and not to be acted upon. That means that we're not in bondage to anyone. We have this complete freedom. And the, Lord's, the Lord created us to have the freedom to love him and to receive his love and to, and to out of love for him, to keep his commandments and obey his commandments. So when it talks about being strict to observe there is no iniquity, Brothers and sisters, I hope and pray that each one of us individually is being strict in our own individual lives to observe that no iniquity comes in. And when I talk about iniquity, I'm not talking about going someplace. It's just, it's just our minds and our hearts. It's just our human nature welling up in us. And, and um, the, falling, the fallen qualities that, that lead us to sin really that turn us away from God, allowing those things to have sway in our lives is leading us into iniquity. And so the strictness has to come from us individually. We have to, we have to ask ourselves, you know, who, was I cleansed? You know, was I, was I sanctified? Was I, um, did I declare myself? Did I make my covenant to the Lord? Again, Yes, am I a member of the church? That's, that's primary, but it's also, more importantly, am I a son or a daughter of God? That, that's the question, and that's, that's the thing that should um, keep us mindful to know that 
Yes, we're strict in our life about no iniquity, but we're, we're relying on the Lord. We're, we're saying, Jesus, help me. Right now, I'm, I'm feeling weak. I'm feeling tempted. I'm feeling angry um, on, you know, without, without cause. Whatever it is that we're feeling, whatever we're dealing with, we can go to the Lord and say, dear Jesus, help me. And give me strength. Give me grace. And take a deep breath and let the Lord diffuse that whatever it is that's welling up in us and it's causing us to be tempted to do what is wrong. We've, we've um, been so blessed again today to have the Lord in our lives. I, I can't, um, I don't know, I can't imagine what we would be doing and I can think of many testimonies again because we've all been, um, had to face things. Some of, them, some of us have had, whether it be medical issues, health issues, um, other setbacks in life, um, other unbelievable things that we just thought would never happen to us. And we realize when we talk to other people that other people go through these things too. Um, we have the Lord in our lives. And, and again, I don't say this in any way that we would be superior about it, but I hope that we would be humble about it. We have the Lord in our lives to help us and strengthen us and get us through things. And sometimes we watch people, um, our coworkers or whoever, we watch people go through things and just our heart is broken because we see them trying to attack it or to conquer it without God in their lives. And, and, um, and again, the Lord has blessed us with, with this, this gift of salvation, of his Holy Spirit leading and guiding us, with, of his, the gift of his church that we would support one another, love and pray for one another, um, Keep the word alive in our hearts and minds. So we have, a, we have a, a beautiful gift here in the Church of Jesus Christ. And I hope and pray that we would realize, even in coming out of the waters of baptism, how wonderful that is. You know, I wasn't, we were out of town um, the week, the last time we had a baptism here was Brother Doug and Sister Christine. We were out of town, but um, we heard the recording, um, and Brother Dwayne was here, Brother Dwayne Jordan, who, who passed away. He was here visiting, and he had an opportunity to speak. And I, and I've, I don't re remember exactly his words, but I, we were just reminded of it last, uh, during the week this week. I think he said that he would be eager to go and baptize someone that day. He was ready to do it because he knew how glorious it was, and he knew the feeling that he got whenever he would baptize someone. He was just so blessed and thrilled. And I would hope and pray that even we would look at each other and think about, think about the day we were baptized and how happy and glad everybody was that we were. I'll never forget uh, myself, um, the, uh, the, I don't want to say vision, but it was what I saw with my own eyes. I, I'll never forget turning from, coming up from the water, out of the water baptism, and then turning back and looking at the shore and seeing this crowd of people um, and they were all there for me, and I was just so blessed. Um, it was in Detroit, when I, when, when I got baptized, it was in Detroit, and our branches were, oh, I got about maybe, maybe at the most 45 minutes away from each other, so when somebody asked for their baptism, we got on the phone quickly and spread the news, and then we might have done it maybe that afternoon on a Sunday. So it was a Sunday afternoon, and a lot of people had a chance to get in their cars and come out to the baptism. And again, so I said, I saw this crowd of people and I just saw the support and the love um, of the church 
in my baptism. So when we see each other, brothers and sisters, now it might be a year ago, a month ago, uh, Sister Staley, who passed away, just celebrated 80 years and is a member of the church, I believe. Um, if it was, no matter what it was, think of each other as if we, each of us, had just asked for our baptism. And think of how happy we would be for each other, how much we would love each other, um, how, how overjoyed we would be to see each other. Because each and every one of us, at one point, have gone down to the waters of baptism. And, and um, the angels in heaven rejoiced. And how much more should we um, in, in knowing that? So let's, let's pray for one another. Let's support one another as, in whatever way we can. Um, if, we, if we even sense some iniquity among our brother or our sister, it's not our job to go tattling about it. It's our job to pray for them. Pray that they would be strengthened. Pray that perhaps if they don't know what they're doing is, is not right, that they would come to that knowledge. Pray that even that we would also have grace and forgiveness in our hearts for others. So the, the right thing to do, the first thing to do always is to go to the Lord in prayer. Um, he's the solution to all of our problems. And he is the author and finisher of our faith, as it says here. So may God bless you. I, I'm going to um, give way now. I actually talked to my brother Alfredo earlier today and asked if he would um, have some words to follow. Before we hear from Brother Alfredo, I'm going to ask uh, Brother Carlos, Brother Jared, and I think Sister Cassandra, I think they have a song for us. So I'm going to ask them to um, sing for us.
Buenos días. Buenos días. Uh, Good Te doy gracias a Dios porque me concede estar en este lugar. Desde que me dijo el hermano que iba a hablar algo, after uh, my brother told me to speak today a little bit, me empezaron a temblar las piernas. My legs start shaking. <laughs> y ahorita no solo me tiemblan las piernas. Not, but not only my legs right now. Everybody's everything. <laughs> uh, recuerdo que la primera vez que el hermano Joel Obalbo me dijo. I remember brother Joel Obalbo. Uh, long time ago. Tienes que pararte a hablar algunas palabras al púlpito. Uh, he said to me, you you have to stand up and talk to uh, the pulpit and, and say some few words. Tienes, few words. Tienes diez minutos para hablar. You got ten minutes to do it. Y yo le dije. And I tell him. Con cinco es suficiente. With five is enough. <laughs> <laughs> uh, me acuerdo que. Empecé a, a hablar y, y then I remember I start, start speaking y pude hablar un poquito más de los cinco minutos y en este momento eh, en este servicio and then in this very moment in this service today compruebo, compruebo algo bueno I can prove it something good que lo que habló el hermano about the, the, the things my brother spoke today y lo que escuchamos en el estudio and the things we uh, uh, hear in the teachings of this morning me considero maestro de nada and I consider myself a teacher of y, nothing y aprendiz de todo and I have to learn for everything else no sabemos nada we, do, we don't know nothing uh, voy a, a leer un texto acerca de lo que mi hermano habló. So I can read a little uh, verses about my brother's talk es, today. Es en, en, en Romanos. Romans. Romanos 6. Romans 6. Nosotros a veces uh, tenemos el privilegio de ser bautizados. We got the privilege to be baptized in the church of Jesus Christ. Pero Dijo el apóstol Pablo, but then the apostle Paul, he says, ¿Qué dura es tu palabra? What, what a heart is your word. ¿Quién la puede llevar, Señor? Who can, who can get that, you know? Dice, siento que a mí me, me hiere mi alma. Because I feel my soul to get hurt. Y me penetra en el corazón. And, and penetrate right in my heart. Muchas veces estamos acostumbrados a recibir palabras suavecitas. Sometimes, uh, or many times, we just, uh, 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 God, uh, we like, like to hear very sweet things. Pero tenemos que llevar a cabo lo que escuchamos si somos realmente hijos de, but, de Cristo. But we have to uh, acknowledge. Somos seguidores de Cristo. Uh, we have to be knowledge about uh, everything we heard and because we are followers of Jesus Christ. Dice el apóstol Pablo Romanos. Apostle Paul, he says. ¿Qué pues diremos? What can we say? Perseveraremos en pecado para que la gracia crezca. We persevered in, in, in sin, that way the grace can uh, grow. De ninguna forma. De ninguna no, manera. no way. Porque los que hemos muerto al pecado. Because that once we already die in, in, the, in sin. In ¿Cómo the sin, viviremos aún con él? How we can uh, keep living with it. Encontramos... Eh, Dice, ¿no sabéis que todos los que hemos sido bautizados en Cristo? Do you know that everybody are uh, already born in Christ or baptized in Christ? Hemos sido bautizados en su muerte. We are baptized in his death. 
Y si somos muertos and al we, pecado, y we are dead in our in in sins in our sins or in the sin, es imposible tener doble vida. We, it's impossible to have uh, two, two lives. ¿Cómo se puede vivir siendo muerto? How you can live? De alguna But forma tenemos que tomar, dead, De alguna forma tenemos que tomar en cuenta que somos muertos al pecado. So, so, somehow we have to realize that we are dead in, to the sin. Dice en Gálatas, en Gal Galatians, uh, 6, 11, 6, 11, dice, mirad cuán grandes, mir mirad con cuán grandes letras os escribo de mi propia mano. Look, uh, my, my, uh, my big letters uh, writing by my uh, own head, hand. Todos los que quieren agradar en la carne, everybody who want to uh, be uh, Graded in, in the flesh. Estos obligan a que or, or, la circuncisión. La, so seamos that, circuncidados solamente. That's the one they uh, obligated to circumcision yourself. Para, que, para no padecer persecución a causa de la cruz de Cristo. That way you, that you cannot uh, uh, proceed in persecution because the, uh, the cross of Christ. Porque no todos los que se circuidaban, se circuidaban, because not everybody got a, a, a circumcision. No estaban aptos para la salvación. They not, they not having an uh, option to, for the salvation. En el estudio de esta mañana, uh, in the study of this morning, en, en Mateo, in Matthew, uh, el hermano dio un hermoso estudio. Uh, my brother, he spoke a uh, very beautiful about this uh, chapter que habla acerca del sermón del monte. Uh, uh, talking about the, uh, uh, the month sermon. Y habla, dice, bienaventurados los que tienen hambre y sed de justicia porque ellos serán hartos. Blessed all those that, 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 that they have a hungry and thirst of uh, justice because they, for them it's going to be bienaventurados los misericordiosos porque ellos alcanzarán misericordia. And uh, blessed are those that are merciful because they're going to uh, reach the mercifulness. Pero terminó diciendo, bienaventurados los mansos. And then he says, uh, 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 blessed they are the one are humbleness. ¿Cómo podemos practicar nosotros la humildad? How we can uh, practice our humbleness? Si en la iglesia venimos y escuchamos cada día, cada día la palabra. If we came to the church and we are, uh, hear about the word of God every time we came here. Y si nuestras obras son al revés. And if our words are backwards. Creo que nos estamos engañando a nosotros mismos. Maybe we are full ourselves. Si no tenemos humildad, if we not have no humbleness, si estamos juzgando al que está cerca de nosotros y creemos que somos mejor que ellos, are we just judging our brothers and sisters and we think that we are better than he or her? Hay veces que encontramos nosotros como cristianos, and sometimes we, we can find ourselves like the Christians, a personas que nos ponen la pata en el pescuezo, like people like that, they put their feet in our neck. Y es que no estamos dando los frutos necesarios para nuestra vida. And then we, we, don't, we don't give the real fruits in our life. No nos sirve si no somos humildes. So we cannot reach nothing better if we're not humble. Lo que conocemos sin obras. 
uh, we the thing we are already know without uh, words. Dice que el pecado está en aquel que sabe hacer lo bueno. They say that uh, uh, the one is doing good is because uh, he got in his sins. Y no lo hace. And then he wouldn't want to do it. Si no hacemos obras de arrepentimiento, ¿en dónde estamos? Uh, so we have to have uh, words of repentance. Si no tenemos humildad, ¿en dónde estamos? Uh, so if we don't have humbleness, in, in which position we are. Si tenemos fe sin obras, ¿qué somos? Uh, we, if we have faith without words, what Ver, does it mean? ¿Verdad? Díganme si no habla. ¿Verdad que es dura la palabra? So that the word of God is kind of hard. Para la carne es dura, es difícil. But the flesh is kind of hard too. Es muy difícil someter la carne. Sometimes uh, we, we try to uh, uh, surrender the flesh. ¿Qué podemos decir? Dijo el hermano, help me, so, help me, Cristo. Ayúdame, so that, what can we say? You know, my brother said, help me, Christ. Help me, Christ, only time, porque... No nos queda más remedio porque somos débiles en nuestra carne. Uh, that's the only thing we have. Uh, we don't have to take advantage because uh, we are weak in flesh. Yo le doy gracias a Dios. So I thank God. Porque creo que yo y ustedes. Because I think that I and yourself. Vivimos por la misericordia del Señor. Jesús. We are living because His mercy. No por nuestros hechos. Not because our own words. Nunca. Never. Estamos bajo la bondad. We are in his justice, in his uh, bondage. De nuestro Dios. Uh, he is our God. Siempre tenemos que estar bajo la ayuda del Señor Jesucristo. So we have to stand up all the, all the time and waiting for his help from Porque the Lord Jesus faltos, Christ. Faltos delante de Dios. Because we are weak in his presence. Pero debemos de darle gracias a Dios que nos concede el privilegio de escuchar su palabra cada día. But we have to uh, praise the Lord because we got the privilege to hear his word every time we came. Tenemos la enseñanza de nuestros hermanos cada ocho días. So we got the teachings every, 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 every Sunday, every Wednesday. Lo único que falta es que pongamos, que retengamos un poco la enseñanza. All we need to do is to retain all the teachings in our mind. Perfecto, no hay nadie. Because nobody is perfect. Porque si hubiera alguien de nosotros perfecto, haríamos a Dios mentiroso. Because if we say we are perfect, we're gonna uh, make God a liar, and He's not a liar. Sin embargo, Cristo dice, ser perfectos como yo soy perfecto. But He says, be perfect like I am perfect. Debemos estar siempre atentos. So we have to be listen and to be uh, ready to listen. Pedirle la ayuda a nuestro Dios cada día. And ask for his help for everything. Para que él corrija nuestros actos. That way he can, can correct our Que corrija our, nuestra forma de vida que llevamos a veces. Our lives and I, sometimes we live with it. Dice la palabra de Dios, ¿cómo escaparemos nosotros? The, the word of God says, how we can escape? Si tuviéramos en poco una salud tan grande. If we uh, make less our so good health. No podemos escapar. So we cannot escape. Pero gracias a Dios que estamos lo que Dios nos dejó. So thank God that we are have we have things he, he left for us. Espíritu Santo. He says, my brother, he said he left the Holy Ghost to us. ¿Qué es el, el Espíritu Santo? Es parte de la conciencia de nosotros. So what's the Holy Ghost is a part of our conscience too. Siempre vamos a fallarle a, a, 
a Cristo, pero no tanto si tenemos el Espíritu Santo que nos guíe. So if we live in flesh and then we don't think about the Holy Ghost and not, uh, the things that God uh, give us. Todos tenemos debilidades. Todos tenemos we are weak. Everybody, we got weakness. Nadie nos escapamos, pero nadie nos escapamos de la misericordia de Dios también. So nobody is perfect, but you know what? Uh, God, he can forgive us and he can uh, give us his opportunity. Así como el Señor Jesucristo fue humilde. The way Jesus Christ was humble. Debemos de practicar la humildad. We have to practice the humbleness. Ante Dios, in no his, hay diferencia. In his presence, in God's no presence. It's no difference. Somos exactamente iguales. We are equal. Nos da a veces risa, pero los morenitos, los chaparritos y toda la gente un día dije yo. Sometimes, you know, we are different colors, blacks, white, Dios, short, high, ugly, handsome. <laughs> <laughs> nada más, nada más estamos forrados de tantita carne. We, we just not cover it. He don't say ugly and handsome. It's a little cover. <laughs> <laughs> he said that, that uh, we got a fle our, our skin and everything. Atrás de la carnita somos puros huesos. Behind our, our flesh and everything, we are just bones. Y polvo. And dust. Blancos, morenitos, regulares, amarillos, de todo. No matter the color of people. Todos estamos bajo la misericordia de Dios. We are in his mercy. Bajo la, bajo la bondad del Señor Jesucristo. En uh, uh, la mercy of Jesus Christ. Porque valemos mucho, porque Él dio su vida por nosotros. Because he, he give us a lot of value, because he, give, he paid for us because for, by his death. Nosotros no tenemos precio. So we don't have no price. Cada uno de nosotros somos muy caros. We are very expensive. Porque Dios, el Señor Jesucristo, dio su vida por nosotros. Because Jesus Christ, he gave his life for us. So we are expensive people. Y a veces nosotros no queremos darle ni tiempo. And sometimes we are so bad and we don't want to give him time enough for him. ¿Qué nos pasa? So what happened? ¿Qué nos pasa? El Señor Jesucristo nos pide constancia. Uh, Jesus Christ, he, he gave us, uh, he, he asks us for, to be constantly. Nos, nos pide que estemos cerca de él. He asks us to be close to him. Debemos de tratar. So we have to do it. Debemos de tratar. We have gonna have to try. Pero más que nada practicar la misericordia también nosotros. We should practice our, the mercy, the merciless of our ourselves. Y el amor. The, the love and the hope that we have. Los que ya son bautizados, que son jóvenes. So the ones we already got uh, baptized, especially cosa, the young. Qué grande cosa, porque David le dijo un día a Salomón, sírvele a tu Dios en los días de tu juventud. Because uh, uh, he said all, to all the young people, he said, uh, he talked to Salomon in that days, and he said, serve the Lord in your youth. Porque van a venir los días. Because uh, days coming, then they, they're going to be regretted over you. En los cuales vas a decir, no tengo contentamiento en ellos. You can say, I don't have no content in, in them. Hay que seguir a Cristo mientras tanto puede ser hallado. So we have to follow Christ uh, when he's ready to be rich. Si estamos cerca de Dios. If we are close to him. No tenemos de qué preocuparnos. We don't have to worry about. Nos empezamos a poner arrugados de la piel. We are getting, you know, old, gray-haired, and ugly. 
Pero te preocupas cuando te salen arrugas en las arrugas ya. Well, you know, uh, we have to be careful because there are some greenness come over the greenness, so that's it. It's like a mommy. Es preocupante. So that's, I don't like that. No tanto si estamos cerca de But Dios. if we are close to God, who cares? ¿Cuál es el problema? So we don't have no problem. Esperamos que Dios nos lleve con él. So we es just wait for his coming, that way we can go with him. Esa es nuestra fe y nuestra esperanza. That's our hope and our faith. Y les quiero decir que si dije alguna palabra desacomedida. So if I, I want to say, if I say something que me not, not, not real or something bad, I ask you for your forgiveness. Porque la palabra de Dios no siempre es, es dura. Because the, the word of God is always hard. Podemos escuchar muchas cosas. We can listen a lot of stuff, a lot Pero of things. Pero si no las tomamos por obra de qué sirve. But if we don't take it uh, for banished, uh, what is good for it? No tiene caso. Hay que buscar a Dios mientras tanto. So we're going to have to look for God when you are ready to be rich. Que Dios los bendiga. God bless. Disculpen. Thank you.